everybody. I'm Vanessa Oshima, and welcome to the Outrun Cancer podcast. Outrun Cancer started back in 2012 when I made a promise to a friend that I would run every day for her to support her cancer journey. Cancer can be a really lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be. And that's something that I've learned through my cancer journey, the running journey. And I'd like to share with you the stories, the information, the learnings. We call them the life learnings from running, life learnings from cancer. And so that's what we're going to do with this podcast. If you're going through a cancer journey and you want just a little bit of hmm, inspiration, a little bit of information, or just some good stories, come join us on Outrun Cancer. And you don't actually have to be a runner to be able to be part of this. Come listen. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Outrun Cancer. This one's a little special. Uh, this is me and my husband having a chat about the fact that we're both cancer survivors. We've never actually spoken together like this. And uh, my husband is Japanese, and so English is his, uh, his second language, and Japanese is my second language. So we've done the podcast in English and in Japanese, so you can choose to listen in whichever language. It was a little scary for us. We're talking about something that happened many years ago for my husband, 23 years ago, and something recent for me, well, recent five years. It's about being a couple, about body image, about the process and the steps that we went through, and how much things have changed from 20-something years ago, going through cancer in New Zealand, to going through cancer in Japan. So pull up a chair, decide which language you want to listen in, and welcome to Outrun Cancer, Cancer as a Couple, Yasuhiro, my husband, and Vanessa. So last time we talked with Caroline, who was part of the Outrun Cancer story and really important part of why I started running. But there's a bigger part of the Outrun Cancer story and the cancer story, and that's between me and my husband. So today we're going to uh, have a bit of a chat together. So I would like to introduce you to uh, my husband, Yasu Oshima. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Rolly Polly. <laughs> Rolly Polly. <laughs> so it's a bit of a running joke. So my husband is Japanese and R and L is very hard to say in, uh, in Japanese. And we used, to have, uh, we used to have a friend who would always say in New Zealand, hey, Yasu, say Rolly Polly. So this Dad, one is, you. yeah, this is for you, Doug. <laughs> so Doug Perini, this is for you. Rolly Polly, go Yasu. Rolly Polly. <laughs> <laughs> so... First of all, um, we're actually a kind of a unique couple in that both of us have had cancer. So we're a cancer couple. And Yasu actually got cancer when you were, how old were you? Uh, 29. 29, mm. yeah. So so that was a few years ago because now we're not 29 any longer. <laughs> but I want to talk with you a little bit about the journey of Yasu going through cancer in his 20s and me as a supporter and then we'll switch gears to when I got cancer in my 40s. And Yasu was my supporter. So Yasu, tell us a little bit about how you found out you had cancer. When I was 29 years old, I was still uh, doing pole vault. Oh, yeah. I was a pole vaulter. I think it was a uh, uh, Sunday. Yeah, it was. I did a training in the morning. Mm. And then when I finished and of course, I had a, a shower and changed my clothes. And when I had a shower, I felt a little bit unusual feelings. 
uh, on my testicle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I touched myself. <laughs> Always so, a good thing, you know. Yeah. This is the same with breast examinations yeah. as well. But I think knowing your body is really important. Yeah, that, yeah. that's really important. Actually, a testicle cancer is the most common cancer for oh, under 30 years old, I mm, think. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Um, but uh, usually men's we don't do like checking, mm. you know, test testicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, usually. Yeah. So, but uh, that's actually uh, uh, really really important things. Yeah. What I remember is um, you telling me that you thought something was strange. Mm. I don't want to talk in details, but uh, <laughs> you know, I felt really. Really hard, like right. you know, like uh, a stone. touching stone. stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. then, it's you know, I, of course, I uh, felt something wrong. But uh, that's the time when I was twenty nine years old. So that means almost twenty four yeah, twenty three. Twenty three years ago. Years ago. Yeah. So survivor for twenty three years. Yeah, yeah. We actually had a you know internet. New Zealand is an advanced mm. IT country, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, internet was uh, really, how can I say? Um, uh, it was developed. Developed yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So I I was checking in the internet. So mm. especially, you know, obviously um, my English skill wasn't great. So I was searching the information from a Japanese yeah. cancer society or Japanese cancer association, whatever. Mm. Anyway, I try to uh, uh, find information as much as possible. Yeah. So mm. what I remember was that you told me that something felt strange. And then, as you said, we started checking um, the internet as everybody does. And then we just decided that we should just get it checked, mm. like go to the doctor, yeah. like not even, you know, not even wait. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So next day, Monday morning, I went to uh, our GP. Mm. Dr. Allen mm. and a lady doctor, she said, maybe I should have a ultrasound. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's the thing too, is when the doctor basically said, if you're worried, then let's just check everything. Mm. Like mm. no kind of, oh, let's wait and see, yeah. or let's monitor. It was, let's get an ultrasound. Yeah. yeah. So see GP in the morning and in the afternoon, I uh, had a ultrasound check and the uh, technician uh, find out that some kind of a, a rump. Yeah, like a tumor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So then I went back to the uh, GP, Dr. Allen, yep. and she said, uh, uh, maybe I should see a specialist. Mm. So which is a, how, how do you say? In urologist. English? Yeah, urologist. So, yeah. So it's Dr. Chambers. Mm. And next day, so means uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday morning. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nine o'clock. Just so everybody knows, we had we have two children. Um, so Zach and Jordan, and uh, Zach was four years old, mm. and Jordan was one mm. one years old, one and a half years old, and so we dropped them off at daycare, and then went to the urologist mm. uh, in the in the city of Auckland, in New Zealand. So this was all happening in New mm. Zealand. And uh, went to see the urologist. So, and Dr. Chambers checked with uh, ultrasound again. And uh, he said, um, yeah, definitely uh, some kind of a tumor on my testicle. So it's not supposed to 
there, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. maybe, you know, I need to uh, the uh, operation and take mm. that off. Yeah, remove, yeah. Yeah, remove that. And he asked me, uh, uh, what did you eat for this morning? I, I said, <laughs> nothing. I just had oranges. Okay. So let's have a uh, operation this afternoon. Yeah, I what? remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. He was like, "So you've got insurance, and you've only had orange juice. So mm. we'll we'll schedule you to be operated this afternoon." So yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> Sunday morning, I did a training. Sunday afternoon, I found something wrong, and Monday, I saw a doctor, GP yeah. doctor, and in the afternoon, I had a ultrasound. And next morning, I had a specialist, a seat specialist. And in the afternoon, I had an operation. Operation, yeah. Mm. I also remember um, we had the operation, and I went into the city to go buy a change of clothes because we had not brought a change of clothes. Mm-hmm. And I come back, and then they said that you could go home. Yep. I <laughs> actually uh, didn't stay in the hospital during my um, yeah, operation. Uh, operation. Time. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. so I think for us, for me, what was going through my head was it was just so fast and trying to decide, make decisions. Um, The doctors were always Mm. very clear, but it's all new language. Uh, It's like new Mm. words and sonomas and different things. Seminoma. Seminoma. Yeah, Mm. that's right. Seminomas. And we just didn't know. So we were trying really hard to to find out as much information as Mm. we could. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of things happen in just in two days. So mm-hmm. I couldn't think more seriously, mm-hmm. or should I say, I just, I have to make a decision yeah. and I have to listen to the doctors. Yeah. So yeah. especially in English. So it's quite difficult to, for me, but uh, maybe uh, in that situation, I probably could have made a, a good decision. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the thing is like we are trying to make decisions really quickly about whether we wanted more children or not, because that's um, another step that we had to consider when um, we started radiotherapy for you. Mm. And just trying to, um, yeah, I don't know, there just wasn't time to, to, to make those kinds of decisions. I think the one thing that was really helpful was that at the time, Lance Armstrong had just mm. been diagnosed That's with right. testicular cancer. And so because of that, uh, there was a lot of information and awareness, like that book. What was the book called? Not about not, the bike? Not, not, not More than the bike? Not about the bike? Not about bike. Bike, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and the Livestrong um, campaign. Mm. So um, actually, I remember I bought like, I don't know how many of those yellow bands <laughs> like for the, the Livestrong bands. Five for 10 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. And was handing them out to everybody. What was really interesting as well is that you joined a testicular cancer research study. Yeah. So when operation done, it's actually uh, finished at the first segment. Yep. And second segment, uh, is how do I should have uh, the uh, treatment? Yeah. So the next so, step, treatment. Yeah. yeah. So that's the time. It's 20 years ago. The best treatment for testicular cancer was radiotherapy. That's right. Yeah. But uh, that's the time uh, some of international medical study mm. was started. Yeah. So I think that's mm. also too, like Lance Armstrong and the testicular cancer kind of movement, there became more research mm. funding available. 
So they were looking at different ways, not just radiotherapy, mm. but there was a new developed chemotherapy yep. approach, mm. like a, a simple mm. injection. Mm. So we we decided to join that study. Yeah. yeah. So mm. just to explain that that's the time. Of course, uh, radiotherapy is actually uh, really mm. effective and uh, uh, safe, safety, safe. Yeah, safe, but yeah. still, you know, uh, people who had a um, uh, radiotherapy, those people has a chance to get uh, a different cancer from, you know, the um, uh, radio mm. G. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, after radiotherapy, there's always side effects. Mm. Um, so they were looking for easier ways mm. to treat with less. Um, yeah. But so we went into the study and we were hoping you were going to get the chemotherapy yeah. piece because that would have been easier. Bato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, it's uh, uh, random chosen by um, computer. So I, our doctor's computer uh, randomly re- selected, yeah. selected uh, radiotherapy rather than you know, uh, chemotherapy. Yeah. So I had a radiotherapy for three weeks. Yeah. So to get radiotherapy, um, you have to keep going back. Was it every two days or no, no, no every, every, day. Every, day. every day. So, every so day, Monday, right. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Sunday is rest day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Monday to Friday, something like uh, twenty seconds mm. uh, times two. So I had to had um, radiation uh, twice, but um, duration is only twenty seconds. Right. Mm. But twenty second times two so yeah. means 40 seconds, seconds. Yeah. yeah so what i remember is uh, because they're having to line up the machine the radiotherapy machine every day uh, they put tattoos on you yes <laughs> so yes yes who has tattoos well, he... <laughs> yeah um, now he can't know, go to onsen in japan um, <laughs> <laughs> that's radiotherapy machine is actually uh, made in japan <laughs> yeah so it's actually uh 1,000 times stronger than uh, X-ray. Hmm. So uh, that means uh, I have to have uh, radiology uh, exact place. place yeah. So every time, of course, uh, when I lie down on the machine, the, um, the, my, uh, the body position is, uh, of course, different. yeah, slightly different. So I have to have a, a tattoo by the belly button and the uh, uh, side, side. Yeah, side of your, yeah. so that's actually marker for the um, machines uh, uh, scaling yeah yeah so so what i remember about the radiation was that there was a lot of side effects mm. and so one thing that we decided was that we would even though our children were small they were like four and one um obviously the one-year-old didn't really know what was going on but we were quite open that you know dad was a little sick and he needed some rest and he needed some time we were doing lots of things like we changed diet yep um because you were getting like sore stomachs and Mm. things like that so we stopped meat for a while Mm. and we're doing like lentils and all that kind of plant-based vegetarian (laughs) vegetarian Mm. And then we also were doing things because you've got a lot of headaches mm. um, as well. No, nausea. Yeah, n- mm. and nausea. Mm. Yeah. So we were doing yoga. Um, we started doing yoga for yeah. meditation. Mm. <laughs> Our four-year-old used to call it yogurt. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> come on, dad, let's do yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> but we made the decision to be quite open 
um, and not, yep. yeah. So, and to tell the kids that dad was sick and things like that. Mm. One thing that I remember doing was that um, just giving Yasu space to rest alone. Uh, sometimes with cancer, you want to, people mm. want to be around and help. But I would take the children to the zoo um, just to give the whole afternoon mm. uh, so Yasu could rest. I think my own experience too is when you have cancer, sometimes you just need to be alone um, to rest rather than trying to be happy and mm. helpful and all those kinds of things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So after, after that, you were still part of the study. Yes. And um, <laughs> I think many students saw, <laughs> saw your, your body. Yeah, um, the one of um, uh, my, um, uh, how do you call uh, the um, main doctor? Uh, oncologist. I'm not oncologist. So uh, yeah. The in Japanese we call Shuji. He he's uh, in charge for my case. Yeah. So I had two doctors. The both I think uh, Auckland Uni's uh, medical doctors, mm. and uh, one of the doctor is actually uh, an oncologist, and one of the doctor is he's uh, I think a radio radiotherapy yeah. specialist or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? So my oncologist is actually professor. Mm. in Auckland University yes, so yes. med yeah, school. Was, yeah. So um, when I have an uh, examination, huh? Exam yeah. examination, yeah, examination. Right? Yeah. so uh, his student actually, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> around, <laughs> around uh, you know, my doctor. So that means when I have, um, uh, of course, you know, I have to have a uh, checking other yeah. side of the um, yeah. uh, test, test, test. So he have to uh, check it. I think uh, the three, usually three or four yeah. uh, student doctors, yeah. <laughs> no. men and women. <laughs> Touching and, yeah. and checking, yeah. So what I also remember about being part of this study was, and this is something I think which was really important, is every time we went for the checkup, we had to fill out a quality of life questionnaire. Mm. Yes. yes. So um, that was the first time that, I recognized mm. that cancer wasn't just a mm. physical thing. We actually had to ask questions mm. about like mental yep. quality. Mm. So what did you think about answering that survey and those questions? I probably, uh, it's not nothing, you know, uh, doing that kind of a questionnaire. Mm. I um, think about the um, mental things. Mm. My, uh, how can I say, body, mm. uh, mother, is quite comfortable because uh, you know uh, two doctors and uh, the student doctor and, and uh, <laughs> everybody uh, everybody take care of me. But um, of course, uh, sometimes it is really difficult to uh, talk to you and you mm. know the, uh, our boys about mm. my um, uh, sickness. So mm. uh, in that case, so that questionnaire actually uh, reveals. Mm. Uh, my feelings yeah so yeah. Uh, I think oh, what's good yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. I know I made a lot of mistakes I was young I was 28 years old and we had the small kids and um, I was getting tired too um, you know trying to do everything mm. I remember one day you were um, really had sore stomach and it was middle of the night and mm. And I was just, um, I was not a very good wife. <laughs> I, no, that's, I, know, I said, no, of I, course, uh, having a uh, uh, little 
radiology, of course, mm. my immune system is uh, yeah, we love. low. Yeah. So I easy to get uh, sick and probably I had a uh, influenza type yeah. of uh, yeah. flu. So. Yeah. And you actually had an inflamed liver. Yeah. Um, and I was just, it was so late at night and to go to the emergency room was to get the children up for the mm. four-year-old, the one-year-old up, put everybody in the car. And in my mind, it was, it was 2 a.m. You know, we could wait until a few more hours and then it would be easier than getting everybody up. Um, but that was that was a bad wife. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, at times we think in our head we're making the right decisions. But I learned through that I need mm. to listen I need to listen mm. more. So what was the hardest part for testicular uh, cancer? As I said before, that's information. You know, it's really, you know, that's a time that get the information about this this testicular cancer, cancer. Yeah. it's really difficult so yeah. it's of course makes me uh more nervous and uh i can say Huang. yeah yes mm. so just anxious mm. yeah so yeah so i think also too because now our sons are actually in their 20s so you know us talking to them mm. about making sure that they check early mm. that you know they have cancer in their family mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of thing um, mm. as well. Mm. So we also were doing a lot of um, what I'll call interesting things. Mm. <laughs> so when we were um, trying to get well again, so we were doing yogurt, uh, <laughs> yoga, um, and we were changing diet. But we also had people who are just telling us things like spiritual things. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like. Um, we should clean the drains yes, of our house. Yes. Be- <laughs> well, uh, in, in Japan, uh, it's bad things happens. It's several reasons, but one of the um, uh, reason is like... Superstitions, yeah. Yeah, and how can I say, uh, uh, the um, uh, drain or... or yeah, where water is clogged yeah. up or yeah, 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 water yeah. is not it's flowing. Not, uh, not yeah. flowing, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. so we had somebody come to our house and say, you know, like this drain is blocked. You need to get mm. this drain unblocked. Um, you know, this is causing bad, um, bad flow. Mm. But what I mean by that is that there's just many different things that can help you feel calm mm. and you should do all the things that mm. can help you feel calm, uh, whether it's yogurt or it's clearing the drains mm. or changing your diet or talking to people. Um, yeah. I think that that's, that's all of, all of that. How did you feel about body image? Like testicular cancer, I'll, I'll talk a mm. bit about breast cancer, but for mm. testicular cancer, it's quite a a male body image. Yeah. Um, to be honest, you can't see, of course, from uh, outside, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about the, I had a disadvantage or whatever, you know, because mm. I had a tes- testicular cancer. Mm. So it's actually... Uh, not too much change. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, for us, when we were deciding about through radiotherapy, that it might impact um, our ability to have more children. Mm. Um, so just, I think, just being aware of those things, making mm. those decisions. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to switch a little bit now from me supporting you mm. to you supporting me. Mm. So I started running for cancer for Car- with Caroline, mm. um, and you would run with me yep. <clears throat> sometimes. Yeah. Mm. You know what? 
Yasu used to be a pole vaulter, as he said. One of the most frustrating things is that he's got such a strong, he was a champion pole vaulter in, like, in Japan. And New Zealand. Um, oh, and New Zealand too. Yeah, <laughs> you were like New Zealand champion. <laughs> and his base is so strong that he doesn't really need to train much and he can just turn up to a marathon and run it without much training. <laughs> so so that's the frustrating thing for someone Except like me. Body weight, right? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so Yasu was running with me and, and supporting me. And then um, in 2017, I found out that I had a lump mm. and it wasn't as fast as New Zealand, like mm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm. Um, it took a bit of time, but you decided to come with me yeah. to get the results. So this was uh, five years ago, back in 2017. Why did you decide to come with me? That's Usual things, right? <laughs> no, probably, uh, uh, of course, when I had a, a cancer, 29 years old, of course, you uh, uh, came to mm, yeah. see doctor, right? Yeah, I came so with it's you. Same. Yeah. It's yeah. What I remember is us going to the hospital mm. and there weren't very many men. There weren't many men in the waiting room. Mm. I think you were the only one. Mm. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So five years ago, um, that was the case. Now I go and actually I, I was at checkup uh, this week as mm. well. There's a lot more husbands and boyfriends and partners supporting, um, you know, their, their wives or their girlfriends or their, you know, their sisters, uh, which I think is just great. Mm. And I would just say, don't be afraid mm. to be there. So, yeah. yeah. Japanese people. You have to support your partner, your yeah. wife, yeah. your children, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, not just Japanese. I think, you know, what I remember is when I was diagnosed, when she said, you know, you have cancer, mm. my mind just went blank. Mm. <laughs> it was just like, what? And if you were not there, I don't know how I would have got home. I was not really listening to what the doctor was saying. I was just like, what? huh, what? <laughs> and you were texting our sons and calling my parents and you were doing all these things. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so I just, I'm very, very thankful that you were able to come with me. Yeah. So, so for me with the breast cancer, what was, um, when you have a stage one or stage two you know, breast cancer, like that lower stages, there's a lot more choices. Mm when you get into the higher stages, like stage three and stage four cancer, the choices become a little less because you have to do chemo, you mm. have to do certain things. And um, I remember that my choice was, um, do I do a lumpectomy, mm. which is take part of my breast out, or do we do a whole mastectomy, take mm. the whole thing? And Monday, I would say lumpectomy, and Tuesday, I would say no, the whole thing. <laughs> it was... I couldn't make a decision. Yeah. So how did you feel as you were watching me go through this? Well, you know, of course you have to decide yourself, but uh, it's funny things, but uh, you had uh, enough information. Mm. That's the reason why you couldn't decide. Yeah. And also uh, uh, you find out that uh, many other people's case. So mm. I thought it's good things, yeah. but uh, it's really, I don't know how to say English. It's, really mm. but uh, you have to 
decide yourself, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't do anything. <laughs> so yeah. I, I remember asking people because I wanted somebody to decide for me. I asked mm. my doctor what should I do? Mm. I asked you what should I do? And my doctor said the same thing, mm. which is like, you know, mm. you have to decide. Yeah. So yeah. you know, in my case, I that's the time, you know, uh, of course um I couldn't have uh, enough information hmm. or uh, I couldn't have choice. Yeah. Uh, you had a choice. So yeah. That means aruimi, uraimashi. So he's, he just said in yeah. Japanese, I was a little envious that you had a choice. Yeah. yeah. So I decided to have a full mastectomy mm. to remove uh, and not have reconstruction. And as Yasu said, that was um, based on a lot of decisions and information that from other people, um, but also knowing my own lifestyle, mm. um, so that I was going to continue to run. And so did I want to have silicone implants if I was going to run and things like that. Mm. So I think just asking when you're not mm. sure and asking. Mm. I want to ask you uh, one question. Of course. If you were uh, more younger, yeah. did you make a different decision? Or? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I'd had children. Mm. And so for me, it was like, well, I'm not going to be breastfeeding anymore. Mm. I'm not going to be doing mm. anything. I think also, too, um, you and I are in like this kind of stable mm. relationship. Mm. So like married for nearly 30 mm. years. And so I was confident. Mm. But there are times when I look at my my scar and my mm. body in the mirror mm. and I don't like it. Mm. And so it's it's not something, you know, there are some days where it's fine mm. and then there's other days where it just doesn't, mm. I don't like it. I don't mm. like going to the beach in a mm. bikini or mm. anything like that because it's, it's hard. Mm. But what I'm very fortunate with is that people are, um, they just see beyond that. They don't mm. see, see it. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's, yeah. So mm. Mm. I would say like, what do you see when you see it, the scar? Uh, of course, um, you know, I, uh, it's quite difficult, you know, mm-hmm. quite difficult. of course, sometimes, uh, you know, I think, uh, you should have a reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because, uh, the, you are obviously looks different right now. Mm-hmm. So different means, uh, the people notice. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. I also uh, didn't like, you know. Mm. you to uh, uh, the other people uh, yeah. see you to see that the yeah. difference so yeah but uh, I realized um, I actually uh, shouldn't think about it that way mm. and that's also uh, your choice mm. and I also I have to respect your mm. decision so mm-hmm. now I'm okay but mm. uh, to be honest, beginning of uh, your cancer. Uh, yeah, cancer treatment. So it was quite difficult mm. to me. Yeah. 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 I remember you saying once to me, um, you felt sorry for me. Mm. Like, itatashi. Mm. Yeah. So you felt sorry for me when you saw the scar. And that was really difficult as mm. a couple mm. because I know lots of emotions. Like, mm. you know, you love me, you're angry at me. Mm but you never had pity for mm. me or felt mm. sorry for me. Mm. And so that was hard. Mm. Yeah. But 
I think we talked about it. Mm. Um, learning to touch, touch again, like, does it hurt? So mm. um, uh, because a lot of the nerve endings are cut when they cut the mastectomy, there's no feeling. Um, so it's very like, like when you have come back from the dentist. Mm. And so learning to touch, um, does it hurt? Does it not hurt? How do you feel? All these things. But to be honest, I was very similar when you had testicular cancer. Mm. So it was like, because you had a big scar mm. along your groin uh, as well. And so I think as a couple, we just have to learn to talk with each mm. other. Yeah. So the other thing is um, Yasu runs marathons sometimes with me. Yep. <laughs> What's your favorite marathon? Favorite marathon race? Yeah. Uh, New York. New York. Mm. Why, why New York? Because I only run New York and Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> so right. which one which one is better? Of course New York is better. <laughs> oh, not so, don't be mean to Osaka. <laughs> no, um, New York atmosphere is yeah. really nice, you know. That the, uh, the uh, especially uh, when you came from um how do you call one? The bridge, yeah. William Bruce bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To the uh, first state. avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. first avenue. So yeah. uh, the people are really crowded and uh, cheering uh, to the uh, marathoners. Mm. So that's atmosphere is really mm. amazing. Yeah, it's really nice. You don't really like running marathons, do you? No. So why do you run marathons with me? <laughs> because I respect you, what you you know <laughs> want want to do. <laughs> so, so we have good fun when mm. we run the marathons mm. together. So that's the other thing. When we run a marathon together, we decide to start together and finish together. Yeah, yeah. So um, if one of us slows down, then we slow down together. There's we definitely mm. always finish together. Mm. Oh. I think that that's, that's our rule um, as well. Yeah. yeah. So final thing, what worries you about cancer for our sons? Yeah, what, what do you mean? So, so are you worried about Zach oh, and yeah, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, you know, not sure about that. Gene. Yeah, genes, DNA. Yeah, yeah. DNA. Uh, will uh, pass on the uh, uh, Zach and Jordan, maybe. Maybe, So yeah. they have uh, uh, probably... They have chance to get the cancer uh, mm. if compared with uh, other people. Other people, yeah, maybe, maybe. So I'm not sure. So, yeah. but a uh, good thing is that they uh, already knew that. Yeah. So they probably, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, but uh, I think uh, they take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think about cancer much? No, 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 no. When did you stop thinking about cancer? You know, I was in uh, the cancer uh, trial things, yeah. right? So the doctor have to uh, follow me up at least five years. Yeah. So after uh, that trial things, mm. of course, I I didn't go to see the doctors and mm. I didn't go to the, um, do any, any blood testing, yeah, yeah, anything. So sometimes, of course, uh, I have to uh, think about uh, the... Second cancer things. Yeah, but, secondary uh, cancers. Yeah, yeah, secondary cancers. But, so, uh, yeah, testicular cancer used to be the secondary cancers would come in your 40s, probably liver mm, and lungs yeah, and, and things. Yeah. For me, you know, I had a, a radiation on my stomach. So yeah. I had also uh, uh, a little bit uh, uh, 
more chance to get the you know, stomach cancer, stomach cancer yeah. or liver cancer, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, usually when I uh, having uh, just ordinary life, mm. so I don't think about uh, yeah, cancer, cancer anymore. Yeah. Mm. So, any last question for me? You still worry about that uh, cancer? Cancer. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think um, some days I, I worry more and mm. others less. So mm. right now is uh, five years. So I am. Uh, I'm like, okay, I made five years, but mm. I'm getting all the checks mm. and everything. But I think uh, mm. a friend of ours, um, Kinsan. Kinsan. Yeah. It's also that. Yeah. Yeah. He basically gave me the best advice, which mm. in Japanese was like, Ganto tomo ni ikiru, mm. which is just live with cancer, mm. um, learn to live with it, mm. like you live with diabetes. Mm. Um, be aware of it mm. um, and live with it, mm. but don't let it control your life. Mm. Yeah. So, so. We have been through cancer twice, once uh, each of us as a survivor and a supporter. Mm. So any last piece of advice to people who are listening? You know, as I said before, of course, uh, you have to uh, even men's uh, younger people, or you should checking up yourself. And also your partner of a, or uh, yourself, you have to take care of yourself and mm. uh, take care of your partner. Yeah. 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 I think that for me is like just to be aware. Mm. Yeah. And talking with each mm. other and, and things like that. So, too. I mean, even if you are not sick, mm. you know, take off. Uh, take, you, you oh, are, okay. Your partner is uh, had a cancer. Yeah. But also, you have to take care of yourself yeah. if you are not you know yeah. uh, the um, uh, diagnosed uh, yeah yeah cancer yeah person mm. so yeah i think that's really true often mm. um often we think about the person who has cancer and we're taking a lot of care of the person who has mm. cancer but there's also the person yeah. who's supporting that's right. the family mm. um you know our sons we're having to deal with mm. things like that mm. too and yeah, mm. so I think taking time to realize that the partners mm. and the, they all need support and help too. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. So New York Marathon's our favorite marathon. So hopefully we'll be able to go run again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to run marathons with me. <laughs> he just likes to go to New York. He likes to go to Broadway. And <laughs> <laughs> play golf. And play golf. <laughs> okay. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, so this was our little conversation about um, the two of us who have cancer. So um, testicular cancer and breast cancer. Um, Yasu had uh, testicular cancer in his right testicle and that was removed. And I have uh, my right breast also removed. So now we are equal. <laughs> we are, we are, balanced. We are, yeah, we're balanced now. We're just like only one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the episode of Outrun Cancer with Yasu and, and myself. As I was thinking about what we talked about, there were a few things that stuck in my mind. Uh, the first is about information. We automatically start looking for information. Uh, the internet is this wonderful place for information, but there's a lot of it. And we were having to filter a lot uh, and find you know, the right things. 
finding friends to talk to, people to talk to, people to help is also another source of information. And so I hope that everybody can become a little bit more open uh, with things. The second big thing that I learned was, and this is something Yasu and I really hadn't talked a lot about, was how we were feeling about body image for ourselves, but also for our partners. For me, hearing that uh, Yasu was very respectful of my choice to not have reconstruction, but sometimes felt you know, challenged by it was something I needed to reflect on. And I think that we have to talk about that because it can really impact our relationships. And it is very real for breast cancer and for testicular cancer, but other cancers as well. So I think that that's something that we should really open up about, about how we're feeling about our body image uh, and how we can help partners and people also see us and the things that we're going through and the decisions that we're making. The other thing was for me also too, uh, this idea that, uh, you know, family and supporters also need support. So Yasu and I have both been supporters. I supported him uh, as he was going through cancer and he has supported me. And we get tired at times and we also need a break and some help. Uh, And I think that sometimes we forget as we always sort of... mm, carry just come around the person with cancer which is needed absolutely but you know we should not forget that the supporters and the family members are going through it too and they need support I think Caroline mentioned that too and finally that cancer patients sometimes just need to be alone that we don't always need to have people with us 24 7 you know it's nice to have people checking in of course but sometimes we just need some space um, and some time to process things ourselves so For me, at least, it was a Life Learnings from Cancer podcast today as Yasu and I talked about some things which, you know, we've talked about before, but never as a couple uh, in this kind of open way. So hopefully um, we will be able to connect with you again. If you've got questions for Yasu and myself uh, that you would like us to talk about, share, as we've been a cancer couple, uh, then send them in share them with us and uh, we'll we'll try to answer so thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode thanks for listening to today's outrun cancer story i know telling stories really helps so now i'd like to ask you to come share your takeaways follow us on instagram at vanessa underscore outrun cancer for some stories, some inspiration, and maybe you might be inspired to put your running shoes on. See you in the next episode.